0: powerful passage and one I'm sure you've heard before and there is so much in the passage that we could look at. There's this passing mention of Simon of Cyrene, this strange saying of Jesus about green and dry trees to the daughters of Jerusalem. There's reference to fulfillment of loads of Old Testament passages as the conversation with the criminals. Now some of these bits are only recorded in Luke. Uh, such as what Jesus says to the women of Jerusalem and the promise of paradise to the criminal. But that would lead us into a whole other conversation about what in particular Luke is drawing our attention to in this particular account of the crucifixion. But that's not what I want to talk about today. What really struck me as I was reading this passage is the irony in the things that are said. Jesus himself says, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing neither do they really realize what they're saying. There are, I think, four things which are said, written, which are similar to each other, but they're said by different groups of people or individuals. They're all said mockingly or in a sneering way. In verse 35, the rulers said, he saved others, let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the chosen one, or the Christ of God, the chosen one. In verse 36, the soldiers say, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Criminal, in verse 39, aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. And the sign above Jesus' head, which is the fourth one, this is the king of the Jews. In John's Gospel, we're told that Pilate determined the wording of this sign. um, And traditionally, it's the criminal charge. They're all on the same sort of theme All said in jest, as a mock. This passage and the other gospel accounts of the cross, of course, sits at the heart of the Christian faith. We are dealing with the crux of the gospel. Literally, given that crux is the Latin for cross, the cross is so pivotal to our faith that the the word for it has come to mean the central issue. And the question is this can this man Jesus hanging on a cross save us or not? Those around the cross of Jesus mocked him, believing that the fact that Jesus was being crucified meant that he couldn't possibly be the Messiah. The Messiah they were expecting would come and overthrow the Roman oppressors, freeing the Jewish people once again. The Messiah they were expecting would not be crucified by the very Romans he was expected to free them from. The chosen one of God would not be left dangling, undignified, beaten, while soldiers gambled for his clothes. Let's be honest. If we were there, we may well have been saying the same thing. Perhaps if we give ourselves credit, we wouldn't have said it quite so mockingly. Less of a sneer in our voices. But those disciples who were there must have been thinking, we thought he was the Messiah. Perhaps he's about to come down off the cross and demonstrate that. Perhaps he's about to make an impressive exit. And he doesn't. That's not how this goes. But we may well have been saying something along those lines if we were there. He saved others, let him save himself. if... He is the Messiah if he is the Christ if you are the son you are the king of the Jews aren't you the Messiah these questions and there's echoes of Jesus temptation he's heard this if you are before in the wilderness if you are the son of God turn this stone to bread to feed yourself if you are the son of God throw yourself from the temple you will not come to harm God will not let you come to harm. That was the question that the devil posed Jesus. And yet, here he is on a cross, very much coming to harm. Those taunts must have echoed in Jesus' mind. Because the irony, of course, in all this is that Jesus is the Messiah. He is God's chosen one. He is the King of the Jews. The rulers even acknowledged that Jesus had already saved others. The criminal begged, "Save yourself and us." Little, reason, little realizing that Jesus was indeed saving us. But he could not do that and save himself. Of course, he. He could have saved himself. He had the power to do that. But if he had saved himself, we would not have been saved. It was in his act of sacrifice that he fulfilled his purpose as Messiah, as Christ, and as King of, not just of the Jews, but of all people. He must have heard and known the irony, and that must have cut deep when he was on that cross. If you are the Christ of God, save yourself. And he chose not to for us, for those who were mocking him. Normally, I would finish a reflection going, here is how we apply this to our lives today. But actually, I thought today, the most appropriate response to this is to remind ourselves once again of the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross on our behalf and to be grateful and thankful for that. I think too often we just go, oh yeah, Jesus did this thing on the cross without really sitting with what that meant and what that means. So let's reflect on this passage and just be deeply humble very grateful that Jesus chose to sacrifice himself rather than coming down off that cross.